Welcome to Spread Joy, the podcast. Please join Sean McNally and myself, Reggie Valentino, as we share with you a behind-the-scenes listen to our second sit-down as we discuss multiple myeloma, health, finances, and spirituality, and how I now navigate my new normal. Thanks for tuning in for more casual conversations in the second episode of the Sneak Peek series. You're listening to Spread Joy, the podcast. I can tell you, my grandmother uh, always says, well, said to me, Grandboy, you do right. There's not but one way, and that's the right way. Right. And you do right. And she would say, Grandboy, I don't understand how people can continue to do wrong mm. and expect for it to turn out to be right. It's to be right. And she's like, My, she's like, she's like, for me, my prayer is for you to always do right. And my grandmother, until the day she died, was always like, she said, she prayed for me and mine always. So anybody in my life, you know, she's prayed, she's prayed for us, Mm -hmm. you know, and in her, in her transition, I know she still does, you know, it's like, I'm very aware you know, me even talking about right. her, so I invoke her spirit. Well, she's and, in you now. There's no yeah. doubt. So it's like so. No <laughs> you know, so it's right. it is what it, it is that because that's how we you know that's how I was raised, and it came from my great grandmother, my grandmother, and my mom. Mm-hmm. I come from a matriarchal family. They're Sounds very like strong it. women, right. and so I, you know, I was just raised to you know do the right thing. And mm-hmm. I, I was talking to my mom. She's like. She's always worried. She's like, you be careful walking. I'm like, mom. <laughs> I'm like, I live in Decatur. I'm like, I know we grew up over here. Right. We've seen the transitions. Right. But I'm like, I'm I'm like, nobody's gonna jump out and attack me. Right. You know, in that regard. Right. I was like, she's like, you be careful. I'm worried. I'm just like, don't worry about it. I said, I'm more worried about you out where you live right. than me. I said, people are riding their bikes and they're jogging. I was like, it's active around here. Right. I, was like, I was like, I live in the country in the city. Right. Just, it kind <laughs> of is. It kind of is, right? It kind of I'm is. Like, this is I'm, I live on a gravel road. I pull off is. the main thing and I'm like, this can't be right. This yeah. Is right. <laughs> yeah, see? It's like a little... Uh, like a Miyagi garden yeah. back here. So. It's a whole, yeah, it is. And it's like a whole nother world back here. Awesome. And it's in the, you know, when I gave this up to move with my grandmother, everybody was so sad. Mm-hmm. They were like, we don't want you to leave, but I know you got to take care of right. your family. Right. You know, And I made a choice that that was to take care of my mom and my grandmother was more important. Mm. And so I got rid of everything mm. and moved there. So, I was telling my mom the other day, I was like, I only have right now. I was like, I have a day bed, a little like chest, a desk, a, another little cabinet with my printer, mm-hmm. and you know, and a television. Right. I was like, I've shrunk down from a house to one room. Back in the bar days, you probably had access to anything in the world that you wanted. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Anything. And so it's like, you know, I'm like, it's 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 about, you know, it's it's really your perspective. Now, this for me is exactly what I need. And I mean, we're sitting right so- here in this little kitchen nook and we're looking out this window. It's beautiful. It's a nice spot. You could have landed a lot worse than this, yeah. for sure. Uh-huh. And to get it back again is and to amazing. get it back is amazing. Yeah. 
It's amazing. Another I told Reggie, I like, amazing. Story. I, I was like, I told, I was like, I was like, I don't know who does this, right? Because I'm like, I was able to. When I called Maria, I said, Maria, I was like, you offer, you don't want me to move. I was like, are you serious? Right. She's like, so oh happens. my god. She's like, please move back. And she's like, when do you want to be in? I was like, Friday. And she's like, Leroy, her dad was moving out Friday, and I was moving in. Like, if that isn't divine and how it all works itself right. out, and I'm just like, I'm so thankful. Right. You know, and my neighbors were like, oh, my God, everybody was so happy to have me back. So I was like, you know, it's interesting. My family members were like, well, where did you move to? I was like, well, I moved back home. Because for me, this is home. Right. You know, I'm like, I have such, you know, peace here. This is a great place to hear. Yeah, this this is a great place to, to get sick. Right. And to heal. So this is where you got sick. Yeah. See, I didn't realize that. Yeah, this is where I was living. I just moved in here. Hmm. And so I was working at Mar- with Maria and doing voiceovers and commercial acting. So I was walking up to the shop and helping her whenever mm-hmm. she needed. And then I was doing the farmer's markets for her yeah. on, the, on, the, on the weekends. Right. And I did the Peachtree Road Farmer's you Market. You were probably great at that shit, too. Oh, yeah. It was fun. I was great. I sold lots, <laughs> Talking lots of Talking your ass off, everybody happy, <laughs> buying shit. It was, uh, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing that and doing voiceovers right. and doing commercial actors. So I had a great thing going. Right. And then I got sick. Mm. And so, and this, all of that happened here and the healing. And I thought about it. I was like, it's interesting because I did leave to go stay with my grandmother for five months and help her. Mm-hmm. Not ever thinking I was ever coming back here. Right. I got rid of my storage space. Mm-hmm. I got rid of everything. Cause I was thinking I was going to be with my grandmother for like two, three years. Right. She was healthy when I moved in there. Uh, but it was only five months. It was five months, but I only lived with my grandmother for uh, five weeks mm-hmm. because the first two weeks she was healthy. Right. And except for the last day of the two weeks, mm-hmm. I had to call nine one one because she uh, just went unconscious and couldn't. I couldn't get her back up. Right. So it's a very interesting. Must and have then been that's, terrifying. And then you were just there, kind of by yourself. I was there by myself in a senior living place right. by myself to take care of my grandmother. And all of a sudden, it was at the hospital every day. Mm-hmm. So I took all of my where I was focused in on honing on me, I put all of that energy into my grandmother mm. and to my mom and to make sure I was the point person with the doctors. And right. and I shouldn't have even been in that, in that situation. Like, physically, physically right, right. From what, from what my doctors were saying, I shouldn't like, have been. That's not a place for you to go hang out. Yeah, I shouldn't have been in the hospital dealing with anything that was going on with my right. grandmother. And so, with all of that, how all of that turned... Right. I knew it was, it got to a point where it was a lot of pressure. And I had, I even arranged for, with my mom, the nurse, the nurses to come in and take care of my grandmother. Right. But I still had to help. Mm-hmm. And so here I am, you know, I went from my grandmother was fine before I moved in to, you know, being her caregiver, right. handling, working with the nurses, bathing her, changing her diapers. And, you know, it was like stuff whole, I should be doing. The whole nine yards, yeah. It was a whole nother thing. And so I'm like, you know, and with me, I was going to do it because, it, you know, she's, right. she did it for me. Obviously, she's a huge, been a huge part of your life. Oh, yeah. Huge and influence. Huge influence. And so, with, you know, and when I couldn't do it, you know, I told my mom and her sister, I was just like, you know, this is getting 
I can't. This is getting pretty heavy because when I did my treatments, I was wiped out. I was still having to do that. And it was just like half of the month. You probably were as low as you can get. Yes. And I was just like, oh, my God, I can't do this. And, you know, it worked itself out. Ultimately, my grandmother transitioned. But the last thing my grandmother said to me was because I was getting ready. She was in the hospital and it was I was getting ready. I said, Grandma, I said, I won't be here. I was like, because I'm doing my treatment. It was mm-hmm. a Sunday. I said, I'm doing my treatment on Tuesday, so I'm going to be out this week. Right. And I'll be back the following Sunday or Monday. Right. And she's grand boy. She's like, I want you to tell everybody thank you for everything. Thank you for everything that you've done for me. Thank everybody for everything that's done for me. And I didn't think anything about it. Right. So I was like, okay, grandma, I'll tell everybody. You, you know. think she was? And she ended up made up in her mind that. She was going to transition. Right. And it was that Friday. They were going to get her out of bed because she was doing great. Mm-hmm. And my mom called me. She's like, they're going to get her up. She wants to get out of the bed. She's doing great. Da, da, da. I was at lunch with Karen, mm-hmm. the next door neighbor, because I hadn't seen her in a while. And so we uh, then I get a phone call from my mom, like maybe 45 minutes later. She's taking a turn for the worse. You need to get down to the hospital because my mom had just left. Mm-hmm. So Karen drove me down to the hospital and she came in with me and I talked to the doctors. They said they thought she had a stroke and they were afraid if they moved her, she would right. die. And they Something wanted to make sure, shift or yeah, that would make sure somebody was there. So it was interesting because I was there, called everybody. I made a decision with the doctors to... Uh, just unhook her from everything. Mm-hmm. And just, that's like, you know, and they moved to the hospice. And so in Emory at the hospital, so everybody had a chance to be there and see her, and, right. which was great. But then my mom and my niece spent the night and uh, everybody left. And I came in the next morning to relieve them Saturday morning. Right. And uh, we're there and they, they left I'm sitting there talking to my grandmother. I'm talking with the nurse and joking and laughing and holding my grandmother's hand. And we all just having a moment, having having my moment with my grandmother and her eyes have been rolled back in her head. So you can always see the whites of her eyes and she hadn't spoken, you know? And so it was interesting because every, my mom went and got my little sisters. I have five adopted little sisters. And so my mom went and got them and her husband, she and she taking a shower and then everybody came back Mm -hmm. and when my mom was there, on one side of the bed, I was on the other. My grandmother focused, and she looked at me, and she looked like into my soul. She looked at me. Right. She, she saw you. She saw me, yeah. and she closed her eyes, and she squinched her face, and she breathed in, and she squinched, and she squinched again really hard, and then she was gone. And that was it. That was it. And I was like, you know, that from and that, that's from me. That Sunday before to that following Sunday when I said, you know, Saturday, you know, that weekend, I said I was going to be back. Right. And now suddenly you're thinking, she said to tell everybody, (laughs) thank you. And (laughs) she went out in her. And she went out how she wanted to go out. And everybody knew. There's nothing wrong with that. No. And it was, that was how she wanted it done. And then it's, and then I, then you and Ty. Right. What the house? Yeah, cut to <laughs> when I think it was a Tuesday, maybe either a Monday or Tuesday. We walked in there, yeah, and sitting with boxes and wrapping pit shit, yeah, bubble wrap and shit, yeah. And after talking for you know, 
I expected we'd be there 15 minutes. We were there a couple hours yeah. at least. It was like, what's all the boxes about? And you're like, yeah, I got to be out on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that just happened Saturday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, you live a lot of life in yeah. that life, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking to wear it out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, yeah, I, it happened the Saturday before because we had buried her that Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we buried her the right. following Saturday. And then I started packing the stuff up on Sunday. I didn't right. miss a beat. <laughs> right. Which is right. really crazy. I'm like... Right. Yeah. And I made sure one of my little sisters, she turned 15. And so her birthday was the day of the funeral on the 26th. And Uh I was like, and I was like, I told her and I told my mom, I told the girls, I was just, and my mom's husband, I was just like, we're going to have a birthday party. Right. Because we're celebrating, we're celebrating life. Right. It's like grandma transitioned, but we're celebrating life, her life and the life of precious. Right. You know, it's like, and, and all of our lives. So I made sure I, I had it laid out. I had a spread at that house. And I got a right. birthday cake and we sang happy birthday. That's great. You know, because you can't. You want that day to be sad forever. You want to No, be. because I'm like, she's turning 15 years old. You don't want her to right. remember her 15th birthday is the, the day, day she, everybody was sad. And the day everybody was sad yeah. and married your grandmother. It's like, you have to think beyond your own personal whatever. And especially when children are involved. You Absolutely. To, you have to think in a totally different manner because they were, yeah, they were sad and they missed my grandmother loved them. And so it's really, you had to, you know, think you have to be really way outside the box because if you're only in that box and thinking about that moment, it's, it's going to be, you know, I think you do yourself a disservice. Mm-hmm. And so I, I made sure we celebrated life. And like I said, I told my mom, I said, don't worry about anything. I had the house packed up. Those movers came, moved that stuff in the storage. I talked to Maria on Wednesday after you guys were there. Because mm-hmm. I can't remember. You were there Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember. It was early in the week. It was early in the week. I, thought, I was out of town by Wednesday, I believe. I want to say it was Monday. Could because Monday. it was Monday because I remember. Yeah, that's right. He got in Saturday. We hung out a little on Sunday. And then we drove around all day Monday. Yes. He did the gig on Tuesday and he was out. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I was like, I, I was like, it's Monday. And then I called Maria on Wednesday. And I moved in here. I moved all my stuff here, all the stuff in the storage on Friday. That's an amazing turnaround. You're also a good project manager. I am a good project manager. Because my mom was like, I want the stuff in Woodstock. I want to. I was like, Mom, let me handle this. Right. I was like, no. I'm like, I, I was like, I know how to get things done. I'm like, I was like, that would have been too. It's just go. Oh, I have some friends that are going to load stuff on their truck. I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> I was like, we can't do that. I was like, we need professional movers to come. And I arranged everything, and it was done. And you know, as a, it's funny because I was like, here I, I got rid of my storage space to only get a storage space where all my grandmother's things are. And I told my mom, I said, like, don't deal with that stuff right now. I was like, if you want to deal with it in 2020 or in 2021, you deal with it when you're ready. Right. I was like. It's there and it's going to be it's there. It's not going anywhere. It's yeah, it's, it's there. It's, it's climate controlled. It's right. there. You know, like, it's you're in a it's in a good place. And so, like I said, I came back home and it's been good. I had the best holiday that I've had since I've been sick mm. was this holiday season. And it was interesting because my grandmother and I have worked together. You know, she helped me in my businesses and I helped her cater in her businesses. Mm. And we cooked together. And this this Christmas, I must have made fifty plus dozens of cookies for oh, really? my neighbors and the girls to take to school and right. pass out. And you know, I cooked. I Thanksgiving, I cooked 
the, I had the dessert table. So I made <laughs> cookies and cakes and pies. And right. so it's just like, it was fun because I put my grandmother's energy right, right, into right. what to direct connection to yeah her. to to mm-hmm. what we love as a family, mm-hmm. and I kept it uplifted because that was so important, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure everybody knows that, you know, everybody wants you know my cousins want to walk around and be sad. Oh my god, it's sad. Grandma's not here. I was right. like, you have to celebrate her life. Right. You can't be wallowing in her death and being like, oh poor me, because that that would be me. Wallowing in my sickness. Right, 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 right. Oh, I'm sick. I can't do this. I can't do that. No, instead, I flipped the script. It was great. You know, I actually was able to share and spread the love and joy my grandmother would because I did feel good and I was uplifted right. from that, you know, experience. And yeah, was I sad? And am I sad? Yes. Sure. Did I mourn and grieve kind of like they did? No, everybody does it differently. Right. I spent time with my grandma. I talked to her every single day, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times a day. And it was sometimes it would just be checking in. Mm-hmm. I'm just checking in, grand boy. How you doing? Okay, grandma. I'm <laughs> great. Yeah. So it's a different approach. And so with death with me is a very unique thing, I think, because I, I can, I've thought about it for myself differently sure. and I approach it. So even with somebody I love so dearly, like my grandmother, right. You know, it. I approached it with her differently. You know, she was ready, and it was it was time. And she had an incredible life, mm-hmm. and she has left an incredible legacy. There's a lot to be proud of. There's not anything to be sad about. Thanks for tuning in to Spread Joy, the podcast, second of six behind the scenes episodes in the Sneak Peek series. For more information on today's episode, please email me, Reggie at SpreadJoy.com. Thanks for listening. You heard me. Spread joy. Change lives.